with an all-new edition of Bumming with Bobcat, and I am pumped up this week. I am excited. We have a special guest on the show. It is the one and only award-winning adult performer, Cam Model. She does it all. Miss Kimber Haven is here with us. Kimber, how you doing tonight? Wow, goddamn, you make me sound fucking awesome. <laughs> That's what I'm here to do, you know, pump it up. get, get the... Yeah, you should be my hype man. I need to take you on tour. All right, I'm ready, I'm ready, let's go, let's do it. <laughs> I don't know if I can live up to all that hype. Jesus, the pressure's on now. No, no, it's, it's fine. I'm sure, I'm sure you will, but, but hey, thanks for taking some time out of, I know, your, your very busy schedule to, to chat with me on the podcast yeah i was I, I was extremely busy i had my bong to have this conversation oh yeah <laughs> hey everybody has their own uh their own things they have going on you know some are you know i had to make sure i had my drink poured before you know we we connected here so you have to get your priorities in line there's nothing wrong with that see i can't do the drinking thing anymore yeah, I was I was gonna say I saw you I saw on your Twitter a few weeks back that you had quite a uh, a drinking experience while you were doing oh a my God. shoot and it's horrible and so I kind of am paying a little homage to you tonight because I saw uh, you had said you were drinking uh, shots of of Jim Beam while you were yeah. doing doing a shoot and you know you're doing shoots you're doing retakes and like you said you were drinking you know actual you know alcohol yeah. it, wasn't, well, it wasn't fake you know it wasn't just water yeah. i mean you were going Eight for the shots in 20 minutes yeah you were going for the legitimate you know the authentic feel of it to get yourself well, you know in the role <laughs> it was definitely authentic at the end it was you know i was i mean you know i i'm I'm a giant, so alcohol doesn't affect me like it affects most people. But, you know, eight shots in the span of 20 minutes back to back, that even had me reeling a little bit. Yeah, and and even, you know, for somebody who's not used to drinking as much as other people, I mean, you say, oh, you know, well, you have the, the, the body that can handle, you know, most alcohol. But, I mean, like I said, eight shots in 20 minutes for 
anybody is a lot, and especially if you're not used to drinking that much, it's going to hit you even harder than <laughs> somebody and who plus, does it does it often. Yeah, I'm at an age where I can't really drink anymore because I feel the consequences so much more nowadays. Yeah, usually if you're not prepared, you know that. Uh, I, I can imagine it was a rough, uh, rough next day. Yeah, we were we were just on set in the studio to do that one scene. It was going to be one little film noir, black and white detective scene, and it called for me to just sit down and down a shot. It's supposed to be really simple, but we the right lighting to get the right film noir look with the little blinds across my face and everything so we kept having to redo it and readjust the lighting <laughs> yeah then every time you readjust you got to reshoot you got to take another shot the next thing you know eight shots later you know you're feeling yeah uh, exactly. you're feeling pretty good you know and you're like all right let's uh, let's keep going <laughs> i mean i mean at our studio we have a full bar there so i mean we we had already planned on using real liquor but we thought we'd get in like one or two, maybe three takes. We had no idea that the lighting would be such a bitch and it would take eight takes. Hey, it's what happens, you know. You're out there, you know. It has to be just right. It's got to be perfect for the people to get the feel and to to really get themselves uh, involved in the scene that you're presenting over there. So, so I get it, you know. It's got to be perfect. Yeah, we go all out and do these big productions and these these genre films because I like to tackle genres when I do a film. Yeah, yeah. So, so what? So what I concocted for myself here tonight is not straight up Jim Beam. Uh, I had a couple shooters of the the Jim Beam Apple. I don't know if you've uh, had that one yet, but uh, I, uh... I was doing Jim Beam Fire. I think it was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I did a little. Jim Beam Apple with ginger ale, which is actually a very nice, uh, uh, nice chilled, you know, uh, drink. So, gets gets you feeling good, but it's not, you know, too overpowering. So, I said I saw you post that about the Jim Beam. I looked around to see what I had, and I was like, well, it's not just the regular stuff. I said, you know, I can at least, you know, you know. Give yeah, you a I little was, of this. <laughs> I was doing the Jim Beam Fire. That the stuff, stuff that tastes like damn. That's just like <laughs> syrupy cinnamon shit, and you just feel nauseous because it's sweet and it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of those I, things, yeah, they they put together and they kind of mix all these things up, and it's not. Uh, sometimes you wonder who thinks up these ideas for, like, oh, we're gonna do fire and cinnamon and mix all this together and sometimes it's like alright guys you know I get what you're trying to do and mix in these different types of drinks together to make one but you know it's just keep it simple just have a classic Jim Beam and then you can add something else to it no need to get crazy with your concoctions yeah and nowadays I, I, I can't do the morning after when I drink so I, I gotta I mean I'm a stoner I'm not much of a drinker yeah, so hey, to each, to each their own. I mean, I'm, I'm a drinker, myself. But, and yeah, I know a lot of people that would rather, you know, smoke instead of drink, and you get your high and your buzz either way. So I mean, it's same, same shit, same, same ideas. Just 
two different ways of reaching that level. Yeah, and you know, I'm I'm big, and I used to be a fighter, and I'm a bit of a brawler, and I shouldn't drink anyway, so it's better that I get stoned, <laughs> mellow. Yeah, we don't want anything uh, getting too crazy over there, but yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah but it's it, I'm the it's, kind that loves a bar fight. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll say you know we'll kind of you know make a note. And we'll say all right, we'll scale back on <laughs> on your drinks from now on. It takes a lot to get me there, but once I'm there, I'm kind of randy. Yeah, hey, hey, it, it it happens, you know. I mean, some people, you know, get wild. Some people get, you know, sappy or or depressed, you know. I mean, everybody has their own type of drunk. And, and depending on what you're drinking will also uh, feed into that, uh, your mood. I mean, I know I've seen that myself in certain things, and I know some people can't drink vodka or or whiskey or some people get massive hangovers from beer so so i mean i get it it's you gotta you gotta pick your poison yeah luckily i can consume quite a bit before it really has an adverse i feel like andre the giant you know (laughs) (laughs) it's like I, i went to la and i got some gummies in california and it wasn't doing the job so i ate a bag and a half 30 gummies and it still really didn't do the job and you know alcohol or any substance it's it's very challenging to make me feel with the same amount so i have to double my intake yeah you kind of have to one up it each time or or double it or (laughs) or keep adding a little bit more each time to get you to that the level where you're trying to be yeah, when when you're when you're up there, uh, the same size as Kevin Nash, uh, things just don't affect you the same. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I can imagine. I mean, uh, I mean, it's it's quite the um, experience for you. I can I can imagine. I mean, because I mean, we, we've kind of touched on you know some of the things you do and the different aspects of your of your work, and I mean, how did you? get into the world of, you know, uh, adult entertainment and, and cam modeling and porn you know, yeah. I mean, you're, you're pretty, I mean, I have to tell you, you're pretty blunt with, you know, with it and, and honest. So, I mean, there's really no sugarcoating, you know, anything. You'll see some people out there that, you know, on their, their Twitter, they, they'll post, oh, yeah, I knew I do this kind of stuff, this and that, and they don't, won't really you know, go into it, but you go to yours and it's pretty much like, here, this is what I do. You you know it. This is what you're getting. Either either follow me and enjoy or go. (laughs) And, you know, I get in a lot of trouble for saying this all the time, but it just, you know, all porn stars are hookers. The, The whole basis of hooking is that you're accepting money for sexual acts, and that's exactly what porn is. We get paid to have sex. There just happens to be a camera in the room, but it's not a whole lot different. So it's just all these uppity girls that are like, I, I don't do that or I don't do that. It's like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're pretty much like, this is what I do. Take it or leave it. I mean, it's it's the truth of the matter, and you embrace it and enjoy it. Well, I think naturally you get to an age where you start giving less fucks. That that is true too. Yeah, yeah. When you start worrying less about what people think, and how they'll, 
uh, look at you and you say, look, as long as I'm having fun doing it, then, you know, screw you, it, it's, it's, my, uh, it's my life and what I want to do with it. Yeah, I mean, people used to be afraid of me, but now they're afraid of me for a different reason. So it's kind of similar. <laughs> hey, and and it's and sometimes you know striking the fear in the people is it means you're doing a great job at it. But you know, like a fan, he's like, "Have you uh, gotten a lot of discrimination? And you, have you had a lot of problems in Kentucky?" I told him, "Well, a lot of girls do." isn't going to pick a fight and talk smack to a seven foot tall tranny because it's a no win situation. First of all, I'm a giant. So if I kick his ass, it's going to look bad. If he kicks my ass, best case scenario, it's going to look like a hate crime. So he's not going to win either way. Yeah. 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 You're better off not so, even picking that. Fight. Yeah. <laughs> so the good old boys give me a wide berth. Cause when I walk by, they're like, damn tranny. And they're like, shh. Tranny. Yeah, they they know they're not going to mess with you because, uh, like you said, I I probably bet you probably you know beat them down if it if it came down to it. <laughs> they're like, don't piss her off; she'll flip over our truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but, uh, tranny uh, smash. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. I mean it's it's interesting. I mean the whole, you know, everything. Uh, that that I know that you have going on there and and what people think about it and I mean you've kind of come into your own and you know after you know the the great intro you know I I gave you there (laughs) before promoting all your stuff and all your your awards and I mean you have a great following of people that you know respect what you do and and follow you and and look forward to things you have going on. Really? Really? Are we going to say that? Are we going to say they respect what I do? I don't know about that. Oh, I mean, uh, okay. I mean, I guess maybe it wasn't the... I mean, the... I'm, yeah, I'm not doing cancer research here. Yeah. Come on <laughs> well, I'm sure, I'm sure for some people, I mean, the, the I'm work... sucking dick and taking cock up my ass. I don't know if they respect that. I, I don't know if they look at the art in it and go, wow, that was cinematic. <laughs> the way she took cum all over her her face that was that was the way it glistened it was just very cinematic it made me feel stuff well well you, like you said before you know you were doing this this shoot and you had to have you know the perfect lighting and <laughs> and everything and i know you do a lot of your own work with your own uh <clears throat> your own company you know putting together movies and and things like that so so i mean even though you might not say that you know, people might not view it in that light. I, I still think, you know, some people are probably uh, aware of the amount of preparation and <laughs> and work that goes into it. I mean... It... <laughs> well, I mean, like, um, I build these huge sets and these props for our movies, but I, I, I do our films more for me because I film all this stuff. But if I got... I know that most of my fan base is going to be, you know, fast forwarding to the parts and jerking off for five minutes and then turning it off. But, you know, I put in the little tiny details that are cool for the nerds that I know a few of them will appreciate. And, and yeah, so, it's like, it's like the little, the little Easter eggs hidden in between. Everything. Yeah. Like I like to make porn movies that guys 
can't turn off after they get off because they want to see how it ends. They want to see how it turns out. Well, that's good. See, so you're you're taking it to that next level after, <laughs> after you know the, well, the climax on on the viewer's side of saying, okay, you know, I just finished, but all right, I, I really want to see how this ends. You know, I'm really engulfed in the story now to see <laughs> to see see how it's going to turn out in the end. Yeah, our special effects and the comedy is top notch. So my my thinking is, if I can make a guy come and laugh. In the same film, then my job is absolutely complete. If I can both make him laugh and turn him at the same time, that's that's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, you, you got you know both uh, both sides covered. You know, I mean that's the probably one of the two most important things. You know, the, for for guys is to you know make them make them come and, and make them and, laugh. So you, you, yeah, you nailed it. I make <laughs> I make porn films that aren't artsy. I make porn films for guys. Basically my movies are themed hangover movies with sex. <laughs> I mean, they're goofy comedies or raunchy American pie hangover kind of comedies with sex thrown in and an overriding theme. But there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of comedy in there. That's very guy oriented. And and that's that's the perfect fit, you know. Like you said, that will get them get them off and still keep them interested in in the whole process. So it's not just saying, okay, let me just you know, okay, where are we going here? Okay, five minutes in, okay, this is where we're we're starting the action, and then three minutes later, I'm done, close it, done, <laughs> move on. It's like okay, you know, it's like a fifteen minute you know, video or, or whatever. I mean, now I'm, I'm engulfed in the story for the duration of it now. (laughs) And, and, you know, they they know from the beginning they're in for a, uh, a a very raunchy kind of toilet humor, guy humor kind of movie because that's what appeals to me. I mean, like in uh, the new movie we did, T-Girl Space Pirates, which was our sci-fi one, within first five minutes there was a Trump joke. Uh, it, there's always comedy and stupid shit thrown in there and gags and just like we, we go totally hangover American Pie with the guy raunch humor in all our films yeah cause I know cause I saw when I was going through you know doing my uh, research for everything here and going through my notes I know you do um, some, some stand up comedy as well I do yeah <laughs> and, and and I know you also have your own uh, radio show, the, the the totally inappropriate radio show on the Demon Seed radio network, which I've I've I've, ter- I've if, when I can catch it when you have it live, I've listened a few times, and it is very entertaining. And and I know you have your your usual crew there with you, so I know you do a variety of different things other than the the world of porn and and that stuff there i mean because what other things do you enjoy i mean comedy the radio show the podcasting that kind of stuff well you know i i work 10 to 12 hours a day probably six to seven days a week i only take one to two days off a month and that's because my wife mandates it she tells me i have to unplug and take one or two days off a month but normally I'm working, but I love what I do. And I'm the creative designer of our company, BGM, which means I do all the pre-production. I build all the sets. I build all the 
So I'm constantly, I'm like a Disney Imagineer. I'm bringing my scripts, which I write. I do everything pre-production leading up to the actual filming of the movie. So I bring my stuff that I wrote on a page to life in a set that I build. So it's all my vision. And then once I'm done with my creative uh, vision, which I spend all my time doing, then I start passing it on to the other girls for the other steps in the process. But I, I do all the pre-production, writing the script, coming up with the concept, and then building everything. You say you're pretty much the, the Walt Disney of the, uh, the tranny uh, porn world, I guess you could say. Yeah, I always wanted to be, it was always my dream to be a Disney Imagineer. And uh, I, my, my wife and I had a small uh, special effects company when I was much younger. And we used to do special effects for small independent films. It was always a huge passion building sets and props and prosthetic makeups. I built a couple of monsters for upcoming animatronic monsters for upcoming uh, film. So you just pretty much took it to the 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 absolute extreme of <laughs> of what uh what what Disney caters to. You said, well, you know, screw it, let's do it to the adult end of it there and make the films for the adults. Well, basically what I wanted to do was take Guardians of the Galaxy and make that into a porn. If I can take entertainment that everybody is going to love and something that looks amazing with special effects, full sound sets, looks like a professional Hollywood blockbuster with sex in it, then I've achieved my objective. Because I'm trying to raise the bar because I'm tired of the hotel rooms and the couches and the stupid fucking pizza man. I'm trying to (laughs) build epics and blockbusters that guys talk about for years. And I know you were kind of teasing a little bit there about what you were you were working on for your your next uh, biggest feature. And I had some uh, I heard some rumors and some rumblings that you were working on a a big budget feature film that should be uh, coming out soon when you launch your um, you launch your own store. Uh, is there any yep. info you can give uh, about that to to tease? I mean, I, I don't. You don't need to get too into it, you know, if you don't want to. If you can just give a tease. <laughs> we, uh. Yeah, we haven't done the official release yet. However, it it is available if they want to buy the DVD. The first twenty we sell will be fully autographed by the entire cast. But it's on BadGirlMafia.com. Uh, so if they go there, they can get the DVD. Even though we haven't officially done the press release. Um, because we, we're going to have some VOD downloads to go with it. But we haven't officially released it, but the physical DVD is available. And it's for T-Girl Space Pirates, which is basically, I don't know, how uh, how old are you? Do you remember the 80s? Uh, I mean, so when I'm mid-30s, so not too much. I mean, I, I am a fan of a lot of 80s nostalgia, but... Uh... How about uh, uh, Ice Pirates? I do not know that one, no. Basically, it was an 80s sci-fi movie, and T-Girl Space Pirates is kind of a parody of Ice Pirates from the 80s. It's uh, kind of like Firefly as far as the look. Very grungy. And we built full-size starships. We have robots, actual robots in the film that are actually working robots. we, we, we went all le- out. This we is legit. Yeah, this is, this is legit stuff you have going on here. Oh, our next 
next film because we always try to top ourselves. So T-Girl Space Pirates is about to uh, come out. But now we're starting filming T-Girl Gamers Curse of Malkathia, which will be the world's first Dungeons and Dragons trans adventure porn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it, it'll go from us sitting at a table and I'll keep switching back to how we perceive our fantasy characters in the fantasy environment. So it'll be about our adventures in our fantasy selves. But it'll also have the world's first fully choreographed, big, huge musical number in the middle of the movie. It's going to come out of nowhere. It's going to be like one of those huge Hollywood musical, choreographed musical numbers that come out of nowhere. (laughs) Just because it hasn't been done and it's going to make people laugh. Because they won't be expecting it. So as long as I can get a laugh, yeah, I'll no, do a definitely, whole yeah. rap number to get one laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'll go to that, that extra level to, to get the laugh out of people. Especially, like you said, when they're not expecting uh, that. I mean, I mean, how often in your porn do you see them break out in a uh, uh, large musical number? I mean, never. And- and my fans, especially when this T-Girl Space Pirates, you know, it comes out, they're going to notice that I'm in jokes for the long haul because I will put the seeds of the jokes early in the film and I will build on it and pay off all the jokes at the end. So I, I'm slowly building up to all my joke payoffs. So I go <laughs> out of my way for each gag to, to set it up. It's just... I, when I write, I'm, I'm trying to set up particular gags, and I have to work huge parts of the script around to try to pull the gag off. Yeah, like, and like you said, and especially when you keep building up to it <clears throat> the whole time, and kind of you know throwing a little bits and pieces throughout, and you know people are kind of you know watching and listening and saying, okay, something's something's gonna happen. I don't know when it's gonna happen, but. You know, hopefully when it finally does in the movie, then they're like, oh shit, that was exactly what I was I was hoping for and expecting in the movie. And, you know, I, my crew that work with me, the other partners of the company, they're, they're extremely funny individuals. And my comedy co-writer, uh, Lexus Steele, we'll sit around and bat around ideas. And I'll come up with a very basic draft of a script that leaves a lot open. It'll just say the basic key points of things we need to get across in the scene. But I like for them to improv, knowing the basics of what they got to get across, but leave it up to them how they get the information across in the scene, which leads to hilarious results. (laughs) Yeah, especially when you're just going off of improving everything and not knowing, okay, what exactly is going to be what everybody kind of plays off each other and it's like, okay, well, here's the general idea of, you know, where we want to get to, but how we really get there is kind of that unknown uh, of, okay, just let everybody kind of go with the flow and kind of play off each other and just see what kind of magic can be made. Have you ever watched the movie Cannonball Run? Yes, yes. Well, during the credits, when they have all the bloopers, that's what we do every film we release because we improv so much that we get some great shit that hits the cutting room floor that was hilarious when everyone's messing up their lines. So during the credits, just like Cannonball Run does, we run all of our screw-ups to let the fans yeah. know <laughs> how many times we fucked up a scene 
in that, in that, and a lot of times that's that's the most entertaining stuff is seeing the, you know, the the stuff that didn't make it, the stuff that had to be cut out, or the screw ups and all that stuff because you see how generally uh, people are really you know having fun doing it and and it makes it a little more you know real and authentic to see okay you know they're just kind of going with the flow having a good time and if somebody breaks out laughing in between okay we'll cut that one out do it again but you guys can still play it and see it we're always filming because we pack our dvds like we'll put in a uh a featurette on making of to show everybody us making all the sets and the props and we'll I'll write full bios of the characters that even though we don't go into their full backstory, if a fan wants to know their full backstory, they can pull it up on the DVD and read it. Uh, so we, we try to pack our DVDs full of goodies for the hardcore nerd fans that uh, that are into the collecting these weird DVDs and knowing about the characters that I wrote in the film. And how I pulled off the special effects. <clears throat> yeah, and like I said, I mean, that, I mean, like you weren't kidding, you know. In the beginning, when we when we started chatting, when I was saying, oh, you know, okay, you know, the weekends, you know, coming up, and you're like, oh, well, you know, doesn't really matter for me because I'm always working. You know, some people will just kind of, you know, say that and you know, not really mean it to you know the full extent. But after chatting with you and hearing everything <laughs> that you have going on. Uh, I can pretty much say that you weren't lying about the amount of work and how busy you are with, you know, putting all these things together, all the production stuff, on top of your normal everyday, uh, I guess, uh, porn, um, I was gonna, I wasn't gonna say requirements, but, um... Yeah, it's uh, kind of weird, because I use porn as a vehicle to do what I always dreamed of doing. I mean... To me, my passion is my, my job is so cool because I get to go to my studio and say, okay, today I'm going to build a castle. And it's just, I'm like a big kid and I get to write these wacky movies and then I get to build them for real. So every day is like Disneyland for me. So I, I love, and I always wanted to be a Disney Imagineer, but I, it never worked out for me. I got into porn and yes, I appear in movies, but mainly most of my work is to produce those films but at least your your hard work within the porn industry does does not go you know unnoticed cuz i i see you're up for some nominations for the uh for the night moves uh awards for best transsexual performer so i mean you know we'll give you a, a little round of applause to... <laughs> night, night moves uh night moves is a good uh is a great little uh tour they do they do a little party tour and they they invited me for the very first time uh last year and i got to hang out with ron jeremy most of the trip and I had so much fun down there. Oh, my God, they pay for my way down there, and we go on this party tour. And your job is to basically make appearances at these parties, and it's just so fun. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I saw the, you know, the whole weekend of events, you know, coming up. Yeah, and you party hop. Yeah, yeah, you're going through, you know, what is it? It's third, for people out there who are, you know, interested in, you know, in the – in the in the area in in Florida, you know Tampa, Clearwater, uh, that area, you know Thursday, October tenth through Sunday, October thirteenth, you know uh, the 
the Whiskey Gentlemen's Club, the the Foreplay Gentlemen's Club, the 2001 Odyssey. I mean, you're pretty much all over the whole uh, area there for the whole weekend of events with the award show at the Tampa Gold Club and the after party at the Emperor's Gentlemen's Club. You know, so yeah. Basically, it, it, we go hit all the strip clubs, meet all the fans, and uh, yeah, they can meet us in person, hang out with us all night at the strip clubs. I mean, what what better night? I mean, seriously. Exactly. You can't go wrong. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going to say all the girls that show up to these events are cool to hang out with. That that they're okay with their fans coming up and hanging out with them. I am. I love to hang, kick it with my fans. I love to kick it at their table and just bullshit with them. Some girls, not so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and that's the same, you know, with many uh, walks of uh, of life and, and work. You know, some people you think, you know, would be awesome to, you know, meet and hang out with, and then they turn out to be the exact opposite of of what you had imagined and other people, you know, are, are cool down to earth, you know, hang out, chat, have a few drinks or, you know, smoke in, yeah, in I certain don't get cases, it. you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Cause in porn, there's a lot of big egos, which crack me up. Cause I'm like, bitch, you, you stuff for a living. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's like, you know, <laughs> it's just, not just... like, it's, it's not, not like you're Catherine Heigl here. It's, you're, you're a fucking whore. You're <laughs> sucking dick for money. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, you, and it's like a bunch of hookers that are like, "Oh, we are, we are amazing." It's like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Hey, just calm down, girls. Yeah, I know. It's just yeah, take a step back, relax. You know, it's they they take this way too seriously. They forget they're they're just you know dirty sluts getting fucked on film. Yeah, well, I, I think well, I mean, I guess in certain cases, you know, they're just trying to think that they can use that to you know yeah <laughs> enhance their career to you know have you ever gone to the ADNs? i have not no I oh mean, I, I mean, i've, I've seen i've seen many prom. of the the things and the features and all it's that kind fucking of stuff. porn prom yeah it is oh my god it is porn prom and the mean girls are out in droves and oh my god, it's horrible. I, I can imagine, yeah, a lot of you know the clickiness of uh, the groups and and all and all that kind and, of stuff. And the way they stretch you around, it's just like prom. Everybody's wearing their prom dresses. It's so cheesy. <laughs> it's like porn prom. It's like a bunch of whores getting dressed up in prom dresses and walking the red carpet. <laughs> I know. It's, they, it's they, hilarious they, for what it is. Yeah, and they all think they're better than everybody else, you know. And it's yeah, like, look, you all, it's, you're all doing the same, the same thing. And you're, everybody you're in, the same in the casino, everybody in the Hard Rock Casino is taking photos. It's like it's hookers on parade. <laughs> That's what this is: is hookers on parade. You're taking photos of hookers on parade. Yeah, it, it's a it's a crazy, crazy world. Uh, I, I can imagine that that you're in over there, but but don't people and everybody out there, you the you can vote for Kimber for the best transsexual performer. Um, Please do. You, you know you have until September fifteenth to to cast your votes at nightmovesonline.com/voting to to get your your votes in for for her. And there's a, a ton of categories. I, I I gave you my vote. I did it last night. I put my Aww. votes in and 
I mean, there's a, a shit ton of, of categories to, <laughs> uh, to, go, to go through there. So, I mean, it's, it's legitimate. It is a lot of different awards that are out there. So, I mean, even if you don't know the rest of the categories and, and the people involved, they do give the option just to say, I forget what it was. It was at the bottom. It said, like, no vote or something like that. But, I mean... Mainly, just make sure you give Kimber the the vote on <laughs> for the best transsexual performer. That's Aww. the um, that's the important one uh, out there. The rest of the shit, you know, let them <laughs> let them let them fight it out themselves. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm old. Give me another award before I die. <laughs> well, yeah, it would be it would be nice, you know. Yeah, I have a grandchild. Jeez. <laughs> And just my luck, all the girls I compete with on a regular basis, because it's me against Aubrey Kay, Natalie Marsh, Chanel Santini, every fucking time. They're all half my age. I'm like, you bitches. <laughs> yeah, just just kick their asses. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I do talk a lot of shit on my radio show, sometimes about other performers, but what are they going to do? If they see me at an event, what are they going to do? They're going to walk up and they're going to be mad at me. I'm seven fucking feet tall. What are they going to do? <laughs> I know. You just kind of look down at him and be like, you know, really? You were, we're doing this <laughs> here? What are you going to, what are you going to say to me? I feel like I'm in a world full of children and everybody around me is little kids. <laughs> But hey, it keeps things interesting, right? I mean, you're having a good time with everything. And I mean, I guess it's what they always say, you know, when it gets to the point where you're not having fun doing it anymore, then it's time to move on to, to something else. So as long as you're having a good time, the, then you're The most you're okay. fun I have is at these expos when I meet my fans for the first time. Because I talk to all my fans every day. I spend four to six hours on social media returning all their messages they send me. So I know a lot of them. So when the, most of them don't know, I'm not your normal size person. So it always cracks me up when they see me for the first time in person and they come up to my clavicle. <laughs> Looking up at you like, oh my God, what? Yeah, because <laughs> they don't get that from my videos that I'm a, a bigger than normal person. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, they, they you, think can, I'm... It can be deceiving, you know, from pictures and everything you see. You're like, oh, oh know, my she's, God. she's tall, the, you know, then it's like when it comes to... The male you know. porn stars are the worst. Their egos are the worst. This is a true story. I was shooting with a male porn star, and he insisted that we start the scene on the bed, not standing next to the bed, because he didn't want everybody to think he was a midget. <laughs> and then we had a scene where we had to sit next to each other on the couch, but the director had to prop him up with three pillows under his butt <laughs> because he was self-conscious that he would look like a little kid sitting next to me on the couch. And he's this big buff guy. His name's Thor Johnson. And he didn't want his fans thinking he was Danny DeVito's size. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I mean, you would have to, you know, expect that going into it. I mean, you know, the the video you're shooting with you at the time i mean what do you what do you expect i mean people are going to realize this and notice it so i mean i mean i get it well, it's your own ego and everything that they have but i mean people should understand even though i'm open open and talk about being a giant and everything a lot of my fans or even my uh my co-workers my uh, 
my peers don't know. <laughs> they know of my work and they know of me and they know what I look like. So they don't realize until I show up on set that I'm jumbo size. <laughs> and, that, and then that's when the, the, the ego kicks in on their side and the, the doubts of saying, oh, well, okay, I, we need to sit down or you got to prompt me up or you know what, let me, uh, can I stand on a, uh, a step stool, you know, and just shoot, you know, above and don't show the, <laughs> the or does anybody have some stilts I can wear? The girls are all like, oh, you're so big, just you, throw me around, throw me around like a rag doll. They're all about it, but guys, no, they, they want to, <laughs> not like they have to climb up on me, right, climb yeah. me like a tree. <laughs> I mean, what what's your favorite uh, who are your favorite people to shoot with? Is it guys, girls, or other transsexuals? I mean, what's your favorite, you know, your favorites to shoot probably, with? Probably my favorite is T-girls. Uh, other T-girls to shoot with would be my personal preference. Um, as far as women go, genetic women, uh, I'm married to one, and she's all the genetic women I need. <laughs> Alright, there you go. That's fine. Nothing nothing wrong with that. Yeah. We've been <laughs> married for a very long time, over twenty years now. Okay. That, hey, hey, that that's cool. See, it's all it it's all good. It all it all works out, you know, so you get to, you know, have your have your fun on top of your fun, you know. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's my my deal. I mean, she's totally fine with it. She's like, if you want to fuck another chick, go fuck another chick. But I have the mental block of Oh, she's my wife. I'm in love with her, and she's the only woman I need. Uh, see, see, we're we're breaking it down here. You know the, the sweetness <laughs> of life here. You know. Oh, the... Jesus. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's quite the. It's, we've been on quite the roller coaster. You know, of uh, of of topics of of everything we've covered in in life. You know, as we you know start to wrap wrap things up here on on the podcast here. I mean, uh, what else? I mean, I know. We talked about the tease of the new, you know, big feature you have coming out. Your, well, your, like, your nominations and everything. I mean, what else do you have uh, going on? Is there anything else you have in the works that we can look forward to? Yep. In about a week, I'm heading to Florida to be a part of FetishCon uh, down in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. I'm nominated down there for a, a Cam Performer Award, which uh, we'll see if I win, but. Uh, yeah, so I'll be appearing down there for all my fans, FetishCon, in about a week, week and a half, the 7th. Okay, okay. All right, so we'll mark it down on your your calendars, you know, to to be sure to to check that out there. And I'm going to be DMing you some movies just where you can see what I'm talking about okay. as far as the kind of productions I make. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of – I mean, you don't really know that you're doing – a lot of these other features, I mean, I just see, you know, your basic ones that. Oh, that I make for my fans and post up yeah, there, my yeah, little shorties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, I just um, do that as fan service. Yeah, but I mean, which which is great too, because I mean, you're like you said, you're you're great interacting with the fans and you know, giving them stuff. I mean, I know you have your your own uh, you know website at at kimberhaven.com. You know that people can sign up. You know and become a member there and see all your you know your pictures videos all all that kind of stuff there but it's not like you know certain you know uh, <laughs> porn stars and everything that you know won't 
give out anything or give anything to the fans, you know, and they say, oh, no, if you want to see anything, you have to, you know, sign up on the site. At least you kind of give a tease, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't suggest this for other porn stars, but considering my special situation and my background, my size, the, the thing I do is I give every single website member I have my personal cell phone to text me whenever they want. So I talk to my cell phone mem- my website members daily. See that that's that extra little you know quirk in the the thing. Like I said, yeah, maybe maybe it shouldn't work out for you know everybody. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, for anybody who's worried about stalkers, but you know, oh, yes, I'm yes. really not. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, especially yeah in this day and age, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of crazy people out there. So so my hats off to you for <laughs> for for uh, uh, trusting people out there which i mean i'm sure you know yeah i mean i I own an arsenal i live in kentucky i mean i own an arsenal yeah i own uh, we kind of covered a lot of stuff that you're pretty good at you know defending yourself you know so (laughs) so compared to you know some little you know you know five foot you know little petite you know blonde or something you know that you know weighs you know 80 pounds i mean Jeez, I think yeah. I was like five feet tall when I was ten. <laughs> that's that's what I I'm was saying. Six, you have it covered. <laughs> I was over six feet tall in the sixth grade. Wow. I mean, it's 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 crazy, yeah. But I mean, hey, I I appreciate you coming on here, chatting. Oh, chatting I had a good me. time. Yes, it was a great time. I mean, you want to you know give some. Uh, some final uh, plugs, you know, plug your your social media where people can find you, all that good oh, stuff. Oh, it's and easy. Anything, it's anything, anything you want to get off your chest. <laughs> yeah. Twitter is at Kimberhaven. My website is Kimberhaven.com. It's super easy. See, that's what we like. See, keep it easy. Keep it simple. You know, not some some big roundabout, you know, follow me on this here. It's like, no, it's Kimberhaven, Kimberhaven.com. Do it. Check it out. That's that's all you need. Uh, that's all you need in life. So I mean, you know, stay. Try to stay out of trouble. You know, try not to drink um, uh, any more uh, uh, shots. You know, next time you're you're doing a scene uh, or that many shots. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that that was not fun. <laughs> or you just have to make sure you know you get prepared and you know get yourself ready the next time and you know drink uh, more leading up to it. Well, if I know it's going to be a complex shoot next time, I'll, I'll like, use Diet Coke or something in the yeah. shot glass. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, just fake them out and say, yeah, oh, yeah, it's, it's shots, you know, don't don't worry about it. It's all good. But I'm going to send you some DMs with some of our productions just where you can see the kind of crap we do. All right, sounds, sounds good. I will be uh, looking forward to it. And, you know, best of luck to you in your your travels and your awards and you know we'll get everybody out there to get those votes in for you so hopefully we'll be seeing uh seeing you there holding the trophy or whatever it is that they that they hand out <laughs> wouldn't that be nice if they don't give me one soon i'm gonna have to use a walker to go up there <laughs> hey but hey i mean 
as long as you get the win at some point, you know, even if it's, well, yeah, know, I'm on a dry spell though. I haven't won anything in like two years. I'm on a dry spell. All right. We'll get the, we'll get everybody out there. Get them. We'll start the push now. We still got some time, you know, we still got a couple months until, uh, well, I guess, uh, a little over a month and a half or so before the, the voting closes before, you know, the event in October. So we'll see. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Yep. You know? Time to break that dry spell. Exactly. <laughs> well, thanks again for coming on, chatting. It was a good time. Thank we'll you have for to, having me. Have to do it again. We'll uh, we'll put all the links out there on 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 the website for you to tell people to go check you out and you know tell their friends and have them tell their friends and who knows people might come across you now and say oh wow you know this I, is cool. I i don't really think that friends brag about watching tranny porn to other <laughs> friends i just don't think that happens hey you never know it's 2019 we've seen crazier things uh, happen. So. well 2019 <laughs> is looking pretty bad lately <laughs> Well, maybe we can look forward to 2020 then. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, thanks again. Be good, and we'll we'll be in touch. All right. Bye. All right. Cheers.